Uh, we did a bit on the situation that we've put international students into in this country. Hundreds of thousands of them, like 800,000 of them, headed here this month to start classes, right? University kicked off uh, yesterday. Thousands and thousands and thousands of them are reporting a really, really difficult time in trying to find a place to live. And we've done similar things with other groups. You know, we had close to a million people immigrate to Canada last year. Among them, Ukrainian refugees, right? More than 40,000 uh, fleeing the war in their home country. Now, not surprisingly, many of them are now feeling like they're victims of this housing crisis, too. Not surprisingly. It's tough out there. So let's find out what's going on. We're going to speak with Rebecca Andrada, who's an Immigrant Services Outreach Manager. Rebecca, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for having me. So give us just a snapshot here. Uh, what are you seeing? What are you hearing from some of these uh, Ukrainians who recently arrived in our country? Sure. Yes. In the last year, it has been a huge influx of Ukrainian evacuees, as you can imagine, that has put a huge strain on our all of our systems. And and they're having a really tough time finding housing. And when they arrive, they do get the same and temporary accommodation that's paid for by the federal government. Um, but in two weeks, that's not enough to, to secure housing with the way that things are right now. And so we're finding a lot of them are having a very challenging time finding a permanent accommodation um, and finding the resources to help them start their lives here in Canada. So in terms of what they're finding themselves, the situations they're in, you've actually had people say, you know what, I want to go back, right? Like it's got to the point where I, I need to I need to go back to Ukraine. Yeah, so for some for some newcomers that we've encountered, it, it's gotten to the point where it, it's so challenging that they, they just can't see a way forward. And you have to also imagine these are people coming from a war zone. They're coming from conflict. And so they've experienced a lot of trauma. Then you add to that, you know, the challenges of moving to a new country. And so it can all really inflate and, and create um even more trauma for them. So many of them we've encountered that, you know, have experienced so much challenges that they they decide to go back what kind of supports you mentioned there's two weeks that's it right when when you arrive there's two weeks of temporary housing when they arrive is that it is that where the supports end in this area yeah so um and that that only started about six months after uh, we started welcoming ukrainian evacuees before that it was really um just the generosity of albertans opening their their homes to newcomers um and so the Temporary accommodation that's paid by the federal government is for a two-week stay. In Calgary, we have 75 rooms. <clears throat> They're usually close to capacity, um, and sometimes we we haven't had enough to to accommodate the influx of evacuees because they have come in different ways. Um, luckily, we also received some funding from the Alberta government, and so one of our partner agencies is administering some hotel rooms that are paid for um the Alberta government, but even then, uh, I was talking to colleagues in the field, and it's taken two to three months to to find housing right now, and so you know, two four weeks is is really not enough for them to um, to find that permanent accommodation that they need. You know, the situation is there's just not a lot of housing out there. Is that the biggest problem? Is that there's no affordable housing or there's no housing? I mean, wh like you say, it, uh, taking up to two months. Uh, wh what are they telling you in terms of where the pinch point is, where they're having a hard time? Yeah, so it, it's not only that there aren't enough, it's when when you have so much competition for units, um, you know, it's of course understandable that you might not pick a candidate as a landlord, a candidate that doesn't show you, you know, a credit history or employment or, um, you know, 
any references. And so newcomers at are, are at a disadvantage to begin with when it comes to finding housing. Um, and Ukrainian evacuees are, are going through those challenges just like most of the newcomers that we support. Well, you make such a good point because there are so many newcomers from from all over the world, of course, but also within Canada. We are seeing huge interprovincial migration to Alberta from other parts of Canada. And when you talk about support, some of the supports for the newcomers can be used when they arrive in, I don't know, Ontario, New Brunswick, pick a province, doesn't matter. They don't follow them once they come to Edmonton or Calgary for work, right? The, the supports don't necessarily translate, so they're not bringing that with them to Alberta. Exactly, yes. And a lot of them that have landed, for example, in Ontario, where even the, the housing costs and, and cost of living might be even higher, um, have ended up coming to um, Alberta. You know, we've opened our doors to newcomers, and, and there's an active call to, to receive for new, newcomers to come and help us sustain our economy, yet we don't have, you know, the right resources and enough housing to accommodate them. So uh, there definitely needs to be um, just more efforts uh, in regards to making sure that our province receives the funds that it needs to be able to support the newcomers that we're welcoming. Yeah, Rebecca, is somebody in your position that works in this and tries to help them, I mean, is it frustrating? What can you do? I mean, there's only a certain number of houses that we know that rent in Calgary has gone through the roof. So are, do you feel like your hands are kind of tied here? It is. It has been a very, and even a highly emotional year yeah. for a lot of our colleagues, many of them. And I really have to commend, you know, our colleagues, especially Ukrainian-speaking staff, frontline staff who Many of them are newcomers themselves, helping more newcomers that are coming from their own country. And, um, you know, it, it is very frustrating to see. To, it's, it's great that we're opening the doors. It's just we have to have enough supports and enough funding to be able to, to provide them with the resources they need to start their lives here and to overcome the trauma that they just experienced. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate your time.